3: Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. (laughs) Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss in the latest 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender, Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, deep dive, and we discuss a glorious chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Kate, we have so much to discuss right now. There's so much happening. There is soy, 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 much to discuss. Just to look up, to discuss. Guys, we are recording this on a Monday. Now, Sundays have become overwhelming. Overwhelming. We have. I just, and I'm going to go through some of these things. We're going to be recording this, then we're going to be recording our Wheel of Shame episode. Um, but so I'll discuss some of this in here and some of it in the other one. But our Sunday lineup is now obviously 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days, which we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Real Housewives of New York. I will be getting into that in the next show. Um, Crappy Lake. We have um, now. 90 Day Fiancé UK. Now, Kate, okay. <laughs> I
1: know. up.
3: Right. I was hopping and bopping on a Sunday. Hopping and bopping. We were just going around the town, going to the beach, hot in LA. Let's see what we can do. Hopping and bopping. And I get my notification, which I'm very used to now, of the latest episode of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days is now available. Get that on my phone. Mm -hmm. then i got out of jack shit nowhere 90 the new episode of 90 day fiance uk is available so i stop everything immediately i'm on pch pacific coast highway let's pull over let's pull over at dukes and let's assess what's going on and i look and i'm like 90 day fiance uk what as as you remember guys we covered that the first season of it and it was genius and I know I'm biased because it was England, but honestly, we had some kookadooks on it and it was brilliant, Kate. You loved it.
2: It was a return to form. It was it's exactly true. what we needed.
3: Yeah, it was. So I saw this and I was like, hang on, have Kate and I been slacking like we didn't know whatever. And so I'm dry Well, I pulled over at this point. I pulled it up. They dropped three episodes, three episodes episodes of 90 Day Fiancé UK and I'm like this must be a mirage whatever carry on with my day I get home ready to catch up and I have to catch up on I'm thinking we're recording tomorrow this is Sunday so I'm thinking I have to watch <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to watch 90 Day Fiancé full 90 days which is an hour and a half I have to watch Crappy Lake which which is about an hour I have um, what is the other thing? Oh, the new Real Housewives of New York, which is about an hour and something, which we will get, and we'll discuss. Then I see this, and I go on. I'm like, listen, I need to watch UK. Like this is crazy. This is back. I'll make some notes. Kate and I will chat about it. There's three episodes, and I'm going. All right, there's no way I'm going to watch any of this. My ass sat down and watched <laughs> all three episodes.
2: I mean, Beyonce's impact. This is like when she dropped that album out of nowhere. It's it was bigger Lemon than age. that.
3: It is our lemonade. <laughs> I watched, th- do you understand that I got up at 4.30 this morning? My alarm went off at 4.30 a.m. this morning and I watched all three episodes. Of the state. I had four hours sleep last night because I watched three episodes of fucking 90 Day Fiance UK.
2: Uh, holly think of when we can quit our day jobs and do the pod nice. full-time we will be unstoppable we will
3: be un- guys and this is a perfect plug for our <laughs> subscription thank you kate that was so sweet guys if you want us to quit our jobs and spend every single waking hour reviewing trash tv we will do it we you have no idea how much joy it will bring us but we need your help <laughs> It's, I feel like this is like a telethon, but we need your help. Um, if you just go over. Um, but we have our Patreon, which is five bucks a month, guys. And you get two extra episodes where Kate and I deep dive into uh, documentaries. So we do like deep dives into, into like spooky, paranormal, unsolved mysteries, true crime, pop culture. We've done Anna Nicole Smith. We've done the Duggars, Colts. We've done. It's it's so much fun. You get two extra episodes a month. So that means in total, two weeks of the month, you're getting like four episodes from us a week. <laughs> um, it's only five bucks. You can sign up two ways. Either going to Patreon.com/slash Tender Loving Care podcast, or simply go to wherever you're listening to this right now. Go to your feed. You will see we have episodes you cannot access because it says subscription only. But if you tap on it, you will be taken to a page that you'll be able to pay the five bucks a month. And then you'll be able to get all of our backlog as well. All of our backlog, all of our Patreon stuff, which is a lot. So having said that, go guys, if all of you go and do this, Kate and I's life will be watch it. We'll be we'll live in hovels. We will be like um Miss Havisham if you are familiar with Great Expectations I mean that's I'm really going into literature right here but I will be Miss Havisham from Charles Dickens Great Expectations I will have cobwebs in my windows but I will be watching all of 90 Day Fiancé I'll be watching all the TLC shit you want and Kate and I will be getting together and we will be talking about it so if you want to support me becoming a hermit a la Miss Havisham just go and sign up you're
2: pumping out content i mean we already pumping. are and we're working
3: full time just yeah. imagine you guys
2: you won't know what to do with all the content the
3: constant every day <laughs> having said that i do want to say we'll get into 90 if you want to say uh uk a little bit i mean i'll just kind of but um i did put a poll up on our instagram which is tender loving care podcast and i said guys do we need to cover this the resounding results are actually no which i i i did do a little bit of Whew. Okay, so we don't need to add like a sixth episode a week, but I I'm still gonna watch it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna content. I'm gonna uh, comment about it, which I'm sure you will as well, Kate. But I do want to say a massive thank you to the DMs that I got from some of our amazing listeners that were literally DMing us, being like, "Uh, guys, did you know Ninety Five Yachts UK is back?" <laughs> I was like, and I wrote back as like, literally immediately i was thrilled i i'm never on my own instagram anymore i just want everyone to know i vanished of my on my regular instagram i'm never on it constantly on tender loving care podcast instagram and i got these dms and it was like and we had michelle thank you michelle s i will say michelle s um she dm'd us and was like uh 90 day fiance uk i was like holy shit so i was talking to her i was talking to someone that just goes by the name i'm just gonna give their screen name of cheese you know who you are thank you so much for listening as well as michelle s and of course lauren of course lauren
2: our girl lauren
3: our girl lauren (laughs) um but we wanted to say thank you so much you guys because you were all dming us about um 90 day fiance uk and i got on it i got on it so thank you so much and
2: i did not get on it because this was (laughs) news to me we were talking before we started recording and I was like oh my god the cast list is out is there a preview of the
3: season it's <laughs> like there's three episodes out. I was like what the so so
2: no what I, I know what I'm doing tonight after yeah
3: this. back they dropped three episodes yeah. I love that working I was like congratulations I like I, I was very proud of them for that Kate, yeah. I will say in it there are some buttes. There are some because the reason, honestly, the reason I go onto it straight away is I'm always have my fingers crossed. That it's going to be somebody from my hometown. I'm always like, maybe, maybe um, there isn't, but there is a woman doesn't have a job, speaks right. to, apparently tons of money, always tons of money to go and fly everywhere, and is in love with a um, Colombian rapper.
2: Oh, we She's love going a over to marry yeah. him.
3: Doesn't speak English, but she's completely in love with them, going to marry him. She did get a DM before she left saying that he, is be- he has been having sex with a lot of prostitutes, but she said, I just don't think that's that's right. So uh, I don't okay. think that's probably true. I'll, I'll ask him about it. They, I mean, through the phone anything. translator. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The phone translator is back and working its ass off. It is working so hard. So she's getting married to him. We have a man that is uh, marrying. Going to, I think, Nairobi to mar- okay. I think Nairobi to marry a woman whose friend um said to him, By the way, I found this online and it was a whole article or post about how she's a um scammer. But he <laughs> says, Oh nah, I think it's fine. So he's <laughs> on a plane over to Africa uh, right. to go marry her. Guys, it is good. Three oh. episodes in. Katie we- and Alejandro are back. That's the only one that's back. That's okay. the only one. And I was surprised at that because you know our love. I mean, we had so many loves from 90 Guys, if you haven't listened, we did cover 90 Day Fiance UK. I can't remember if that Kate, that was in our Patreon or a regular feed. Can't remember now, but yeah. go back because we we covered all of it and Kate and I fell in love with that series. They had some. <laughs> brilliant characters we
2: were in deep I mean we were like commenting and fighting question mark with yeah. Richard
3: yeah yeah To so to see luck. it come back and you know what Kate I'm actually really proud that they only brought one couple back they yeah. didn't really do it all like this bullshit of like Ed and Liz and this week guys I don't know if you saw it online Ed and Liz's wedding um invites were posted online the 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 venue was all scribbled out quite sensibly because you know I'd be turning up. They're in San Diego, so you know I'd be turning up to her. I already know where she works. Uh stalker. Um but the invites are out, they're getting married and they're on this show and already all of our cohorts on Instagram that do podcasts about this ridiculous, ridiculous phenomenon said, we're not watching this show. It's like it's called last resort. And it's Angela, not even with Michael, just Angela wandering around on her own, having fights with Michael over the phone. It's Liz and Ed, and it's the gorgeous girl and um Javi or Yavi or Yovi or whatever his name is. It's just not it, so already we're not watching that. We're not covering it. We're not no one's interested. I mean,
2: talk about bottom of the barrel. That oh, is God. just even if if we won't touch it, it's like you don't need to watch it. <laughs> yes, yeah,
3: if we don't go there.
2: I we mean, watch some know, dumb shit.
3: <laughs> if, we, if we don't go there. And listen, before we do get into some shit show of Before the 90 Days, I want to mention, Kate, you know that I have a lot of stuff on the resume. If we're yeah. talking about serious acting, if we're talking about theatrics, if we're talking about my work as a surgeon, as so we're talking mm-hmm. about my work as a homeopathic doctor, like gardener. I mean, I, the list goes on. Renaissance uh, pet woman. Psychic, pet psychic, councilwoman. Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on. Yeah. One of them, though, is PI. And you mm. know, okay, I take that very seriously.
2: Absolutely.
3: Once again, no qualifications in anything. But um, this week, I have. You, everybody that's listening, whether you watch Bravo or not, you know that for me, it's a very sore spot because this week we had our first episode of the new season of Real Housewives of New York. It's been really hard for me because New York is my favorite franchise. I was not happy about who's coming back. I, um, Well, not coming back or who's in this new franchise. I didn't like it. I've had a lot to say about it. I'm not going to bore you all with that. But I needed a refresh. So what I did is I had to go back to the old (laughs) Ronin. So I just have it on. I just have it on whatever's going on. We have once again, (laughs) once again in the house, walk anywhere in my house and you'll hear a scream from Bethany. You'll hear Sonia screaming at Dorinda. You'll hear Dorinda like slurring something like that's the cacophony that I like to wake up to and just live it. It's calming. It's calming to me. So I was watching that and I was watching the like, season when Lou has uh it was Bethany's last season and it's where they're in Miami and you know she's getting called out for being and we have Barbara she's getting called out for just being insane with the cabaret everything and we see Tins they have this party we have Dabney the the American names I'll never get over Dabney which (laughs) is Tinsy's sister we're introduced to her and she just floats into Miami for the party and the best scene. And I love how Bravo frames it. They're all of this big party and Tinsy's kind of, she's just breaking up with Scott. So she's heartbroken and Dabney's like, it's fine. You're going to find someone, you know, us Mercer girls are really tough to, you know, whatever, to Please. And then Dorinda's like, oh, okay, so you're in Miami. She goes, yeah. And she goes, she goes, well, I'm kind of in between Palm Beach and New York. And Dorinda's like, oh, so what do you do? And she goes, um, well, I'm not working at the moment. And she goes, oh, how lovely. And it's because they're all trust fund kids. This woman is 40 years old, no job. Doesn't need a job. Doesn't need a job. So <sighs> then I decide to be like, what happened to Dabney? Right. Okay. Tins is very private on instagram she posts very rarely unfortunately because we i love tinsley was brilliant for housewives brilliant she's made for tv made for reality gold gold and dabney we saw a couple of times in two or three two seasons we saw dabney which was great tinsley even admitted that she made out with her which was her I don't if anyone remembers that anyway so um they were just socialites just living the life so I go to Dabney's page and I see Dabney had a baby there's a baby she posts Dabney posts very rarely and Dabney said thank you for making me a mum." this was a mother's day back in May and Tinsley posted underneath that I'm so proud of you I couldn't love her more the name is is beyond belief. It is. I will read it, guys. If you want to see or gather all the information, you can go to our Instagram because I posted the shit out of this. Ugh. Just because I was like, why did I not know this? Because to me, this is news. Like this is proper news.
2: That must have made Tinsley a bit jealous,
3: right? So this was so the the child's name. It's a little girl. Are you ready for the name? Yeah carrington strawbridge crompton
2: you're fucking with me right
3: i'd like it was what in the Carrington strawbridge crompton dabney wrote to the little girl that made me a mummy thank you for my first and best best mother's day ever carrington strawbridge crompton this was on may the 14th of this year tinsey wrote underneath cruiser that must be the nickname is the most perfect baby girl in the world. I'm so lucky I got to be there with you when you had her. I couldn't be more proud of you. She's so beautiful and precious, Dabs. We are all so in love. So I had to post a shit off this on Instagram. So I posted the baby on the, sorry, on the Instagram. Then I posted a photo and I put, Tinsy is an aunt, Dabney had a baby, Dale must be thrilled. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh-huh. And then I we had um, a big Instagram account she speaks Bravo. She wrote back. Could you imagine, poor Tinsley? And I wrote back. Do you remember the episode of Roni when Dale, which is Tinsley and Dabli's mum, said, "Oh, for a joke, I put ba- she put baby's booties in Tinsley's Christmas stocking just to quote remind her that she needed to have a baby." I mean,
2: that who can forget them crying over her eggs? <laughs> I mean, her frozen embryo.
3: Beautiful work. So I started, then I went down a hole. Who is the father? Who, was there a big society wedding? There is no way if they, if Dabney was married, that would have not made the New York Times. So then the PI starts, I go down a loophole. Page six. Page six. Radar (laughs) online. Um, No, what is very, very shocking is they're not married. And I'm not saying it's not, it's shocking because of this day and age, but it's shocking because of how traditional and how stuck in the roles they are. Right. But I found out who the father is. I suspect. (sighs) Okay. I did a deep dive on the last name of Strawbridge Crompton because (laughs) it's so distinctive. Turns out, I found an article. This <laughs> is I found an article from the Palm Beach Daily News. So I'm already know I'm on something here. If it's Palm Beach Daily News, absolutely. That a house was sold in. This was from 2019. A house was sold for 5.4 million to John Strawbridge Crompton, who is an heir to the Campbell Soup family. There
2: it, yes,
1: there it is dang
2: Tyranny's needs to hire you
3: so I'm telling you I I got it I got it guys so Dabney evidently had a baby with a the Campbell soup air eh. perfect that is money um I looked as well and she had her so tins right now is four. she's about to be like 47 46 and Daphne is about to be 44 so she had this baby at like 44 years old so we no idea if it's surrogate no idea if she gave birth everything is a very, very, very day Dale didn't post anything of course I tagged everyone in all the posts <laughs> I, Every, I, page six. When you said you went on a
2: deep dive, I was half expecting us to be blocked by Dabney at this point.
3: <laughs> There's a possibility. I haven't checked, but I did put page six in there as well. Because okay. page six, they didn't even have the information. I found I mean, out who the father is. Nobody else did.
2: There was a point where those two were running the nightlife in certain parts of new york city i mean you remember their show paris. right you remember they their were... show
3: yeah i've heard... do you know i don't think i've ever watched it which is a sin it's we we
2: should watch an episode sometime we should you put it on the it, wheel Kate? or did we watch it no I i've seen
3: the... it i've seen it they were before they preceded paris and nikki they did they were before they were she was the original it girl she really Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. apart from clara bow which is old hollywood clara bow was the original it girl that's how it girl was actually formed clara bow go and look it up from the 50s but anyway um Anyway, guys, that was a lot of intro, but I just wanted to let you know my PI skills are serious and at work. And I wanted to say thank you to everyone that has been signing up, subscribing, listening to our extra content. You all are beauts. Keep DMing us because we love responding to you. We love chatting because you guys are on the exact same wavelength as us and love all the shit that we do. So thank you so much. Absolutely, We love it. Okay. Hey, can you take us into the show? Because I'll just keep talking about Daphne. Yeah, I mean,
2: I had a segue. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> how good it was. I'll repeat sorry. it. I said go. you, Tyree should hire you oh, and so not so that funny. old man. I missed, it. I missed
3: that. I'm
1: sorry, because Kate. Because the Very PI, good. Very good.
2: I mean, the PI work unparalleled. So, so um, much. why don't we just start with him? Go. Let's go. Okay, so Tyree still not ready to give it up Ooh. him and his sister continue their investigation he wants more answers so he reached out to this seemingly 78 year old oh. PI,
1: Elder.
2: Uh,
3: definitely elder,
2: elder. <laughs> named uh lewis who's yeah. been doing this for 20 years mm. he's old as dirt he's pretty no nonsense and he revealed some information that seems like you really could find on your own it didn't seem like he did a ton of work here but uh anyways Tyrae seemed to appreciate it so first thing he did is he searched all of the phone numbers that Tyrae right. had right <clears throat> which this multiple phone numbers that. is a red flag anyway yeah and so he says, okay, these numbers were either dropped, you know, no one's attached to them, or they're just set up for texting. The email linked to the PayPal. It does link to a PayPal account, but the info's private. It would have to be subpoenaed. Then he says, I did more searches of the photos, which I was like, his sister already did this, but okay. I know. I know. So it's reverse image search on Google. Anyone can do this. Uh, and he found that She's a cam girl. He found her Twitter. She does right. like fetish stuff. She's a cam girl. And there's all this I, content online. I,
3: I got to say at this point, there was something that was so remarkable. Tyree comes in here with his sister, LaShante. And he sat down. He's still in this mindset of like, possibly she's in prison or has a pimp, or she genuinely, I have genuinely been speaking to the woman who is named um, Carmella in the photos, and she is a prostitute. But the reason she's a prostitute is because she has a pimp, like all this stuff's going on in his mind. And he sits there. And when this PI says to her, says to him, Look, here's the Twitter of the photos of the woman that has her photos stolen, right? This yeah. is not who you've been speaking to. These are the photos and the actual account of the woman that's based in America. That is a cam girl that is in pornography. This is not who you've been speaking to. And he simply says, he's looking and he goes, just goes, oh, she says she's a fetish queen. That was, <laughs> dude, we're, dude ding, 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 ding. we're telling you what you're looking at right now is not the person you've been speaking to. And his only comment is, "Ah, oh, she's a fetish queen. Fetish, no, no, you're missing. You're missing the point so much. I don't know how to redirect you, Tyree.
2: It's so obvious. And he plays a video and he says, is this what her voice sounded like when she was talking to you? Oh, she never sent any videos with audio. I mean, I, I, I just, there's a reason for that, buddy. So yeah, they leave there.
3: We we just have him in a, the the end of that, right. Is just him in a confessional being like, I'm starting to think that the person I've been speaking to is not the person in the photos. And then he says, follows up with, I still don't think it's a man, though. Definitely think it's a woman. I mean, Tyree. No,
2: No, he tells his mom and his other sister. Remember that? (gasps) I may have
3: skipped through that a little bit.
2: Oh, okay. So he does have a moment of clarity and he's like, okay, so we left there and... Now I understand that I was catfished. I messaged the real Carmela. I messaged this cam girl. She still hasn't responded. It's like, so I just need to come clean. I'm tired of living a lie. I need to tell everyone in my family Uh what's been going on. And so he uh, sits his other sister down. I'm so sorry, everyone. I forgot her name. He sits his other sister down and his mother and yes. Okay. And uh, you know, tells the tale, the sad tale, and he reveals that he wants to go back to Barbados.
3: Sure, sure,
2: sure, to get closure with the person huh. behind the messages because they had a real connection, and he needs to know why they did this to him.
3: Okay, so Tyree, here's here's the first thing: you need to you need to get a ticket. To Nigeria because you are not going to Jamaica. I just want to make that very, very clear. This was a scam, and this is a scam artist. And he he is he's convinced there is a woman at the end of it that he is going to connect with. It's it's sad, but I'm here for it. Gonna watch it all. Oh, but it's oh, it's tough stuff.
2: So tough stuff. I I don't know what how he thinks he's going to find this person. I believe we saw a preview that he does go. He's
3: on a plane and you see him, not even on a plane, you see him in a restaurant and he's like, oh, I'm waiting and someone comes through the door. He is going to sit down with the man and he is still going to say to himself, after speaking to a man that says to him, I was behind it all. I was the one that was he was speaking to the whole time. He's going to go, yeah, I think he's, he's just protecting a woman. you never, he's never going to be, unfortunately believe it all. But unfortunately it's great, the, it's great to follow the journey
2: and he's wasting his money that part was hard on me too his mom is like you're gonna spend your last dollars on going down to meet someone who doesn't even it, exist
3: yeah I'm but like, we all know production's paying for it so it's all right
2: okay that makes me feel better yeah exactly
3: all right all right TLC foots the bill you know the fact is that can you imagine just for a second like you know that Kate and I everyone you know we're obsessive financials mm-hmm The amount of money TLC makes off these shows, and you've got to understand, guys, because Kate and I are obviously big Hollywood bigwigs, know, everything, intricacies of uh, of the workings of Hollywood. Um, When it comes to reality TV, they're paid nothing, nothing for this. And when I say nothing, I mean, that they are paid a stipend. But I mean, if it's $5,000, that is a huge amount of money for them to be paid. I doubt it's even that.
2: I mean, listen to our interview with Corey Phelps from yes. Too Large. He broke down exactly how much he was paid. He ended up in the hole, actually.
3: Yes. Let's go back and listen to that. It was one of my most popular episodes. It was insane what he was paid. He kind of draws back the curtain, and tells us. So TLC... There have all these people on here and these people come back, someone like Jasmine, because they know I may not get paid a lot, but I will take this for my Instagram to be able to hopefully get money as a content creator, whatever. So people are playing the game. But essentially TLC is paying these people pennies to share everything and intimacies about their life and to be filmed constantly for months. TLC is earning a Fortune. This is one of their number one shows. Millions of millions and millions of dollars. And these people are probably getting thrown five thousand dollars if they're lucky in free flights.
2: And they have to take off work to film.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. and they don't get paid until it airs. That's yeah. what Corey told us. They don't get paid until they get to the airs, which can be seven months, eight months.
2: It's ridiculous.
3: It is. All right. Let's. Should we just pop over to Vietnam quickly? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, We've got Riley and we have Violet. Now, we know that last week it was kind of odd. Riley had a fight with Violet about the comments in the beauty salon, kind of costumers place. Um, Then he went to meet the family, which was a little bit awkward, but it was kind of okay. Then we meet them this week and they're learning about the Vietnam War. Now, I would say this was a very, very very touchy subject we have riley who has beat who is a person that has been in the military and he is in vietnam and they are looking at all of these and he has a lot of knowledge about the fighter pilots and stuff that he was seeing the emblems on the warplanes and violet was showing him and the destruction and everything that happened on both ends to to america and the soldiers that went out there and the vietnamese people and I I was coming out in like a bit of a sweat when I was watching it, Kate, because I was not just because it's like 104 degrees here, but it's because I was waiting for him to say something a little bit inappropriate and I got nervous. But the only thing he said is, you know, Violet was like, and it was such devastation to a country. And he said, yes, it was, but that's war. And we need to learn the history of it so in 90 day world that was actually really good that was like five star response because i was sweating for a while there's
2: i can think of some 90 day people that might have said some very uh, yes iffy iffy stuff
3: so i was like let's get away from the war memorials i didn't know
2: i know i was like oh god um so they are there and she she sits him down because she wants him to understand her culture and yes. why her and her family have perceived him as being rude. Yes, and the main thing that she brings up is that he didn't bring a gift for her mother when he came to meet her,
3: which was silly. I didn't get that. Yeah, why would you? He brought bring- he brought gifts for the girls. No. So why not the
2: mom? Yeah, um, I mean, that's an American thing too, you know bringing flowers to your partner's mom or something you know it's a thing so it was kind of weird that he didn't do it but I guess it was a really big deal to her mom and um so she's talking about that and says okay I I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you your family your culture but and then of course he has Mm -hmm. to get his in you know Mm -hmm. he's like but you're not respecting my culture because you're calling me ugly and fat in front of strangers. And I already feel alienated being a six foot four black man here.
3: Yes. Now, you know Which, how... Fair. Fair. Kate and I flip and flop. We will never stick to one opinion. Very rarely will we stick to one opinion. We will go in and out each week. And Riley is not my favorite, but I feel like I everything he said this week was very valid. Very valid he's yeah. in a country, and he says he's seen no he's seen one other person with his skin color, and you can't really imagine what that would be like no. walking around and not seeing anybody that looked like you and Annie's really tall, so he's going to stand out anyway because he's tall, he's big he's out there, and he said you're calling me ugly, you're calling me ugly to people I mean what what do you think that's going to make me feel? And finally, I had this very odd response to say, well, it's just humor whatever, but it's not just humor. It was really she, really yeah. just ridiculous abrasive. and abrasive. It was that's yeah, that's a good term. She was not taking on anything that Riley was saying. Um,
2: yeah, and and uh and he had the point like It's one thing if we're with our friends or your family and you're making a joke. Oh, he's a big, fat, ugly guy and I'm the beautiful queen or whatever. That's one thing, which even that I don't find funny, but that was a stranger. And you're putting this out there that this black guy's ugly and that's, that's wrong.
3: Uh, it was, so, it was So I'm proud of Riley. I think he said some really good things. But then we see a flash to next week. And it's like, Riley, dude. It's back hey. and forth.
2: So she did apologize. She says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And let's go have a nice date night and a dinner. And it's like, okay. And He's like, I think that we have a lot of things we need to go over. But at least now we're talking about our culture, which I'm surprised. I'm always surprised when these chats don't come up before they meet you know, like we've
0: seen
3: how ridiculous they, are. you Kate, please remember, we have seen multiple couples where well, they don't even speak the same language. So right. I mean, for you to think there is going to always be an intellectual conversation <laughs> about cultural differences is loony teams. It's asking a These lot. Dumb I know. Sometimes <laughs> claim they're in love with people that they can't even speak to. So
2: that's true. Yeah. So then they're at this dinner and of course it's, turns confrontational and he he is asking about the text that she sent his dad and then he gets his friend who's like his sister tiffany on facetime and does this classic 90-day thing where they make their friends do the dirty work and he's like all right you talk to tiffany i'm gonna go to the bathroom and he comes back Tiffany is asking about why she didn't delete her dating app after they started dating uh, and being exclusive and violence. She shut down. She's put on the spot. She's really uncomfortable, which I got. It's like, you're on this date and you agreed to have a nice night. And then she feels kind of ambushed with this confrontation.
3: Yeah. But also it's like, why did you, I know (laughs) (laughs) It's so dirty. He did her dirty, and then we see the flash to next week, and this is when you're kind of like you're on the side of Riley earlier, and then he puts her on the spot, and then you see her full on arguing with him, being like, "No, I'm leaving. I'm leaving," and he goes, "Okay, go. Bye." Like a sixteen-year, this man is forty-eight years old, but has is so rude. He's like, "Bye, see ya." In the middle of a restaurant in Vietnam with a woman that he's supposed to love, his immaturity levels, it its out—it it's, really is astounding. It's astounding to watch. I think they're
2: both kind of like
3: that. I kind of think that too. Uh, yeah. They have no emotional growth, neither of 43 and 48. And they yeah. just have, the way they speak to each other is this is not an adult relationship. No,
2: they're finally at least expressing their feelings and giving apologies but i don't think that should come this late into things when you've already broken up and gone back together broke it. it's like yeah this is the first time you're realizing that you need to be sensitive to each other's feelings why i
3: know, I know.
2: just now getting to this okay so that was them uh
3: what country do we go to next because we have a lot we didn't see so just to go over we did not see amanda this week in louis from louisiana we do see a disgusting scene that they had to preview about next week of them having sex while she's on a period I, I i don't understand why we had to put that in i don't it, it was completely unnecessary
2: it's like it's not disgusting to do that but for no. the, the, but we don't all need to see that conversation we need
3: a very intimate conversation and his his kind of simile or analogy Sword. of, oh. uh, yeah, we're, I, I, we're, that is gross. That's gross. So we didn't see them. Um, we also I just want to add, we did not see um, a David from Nebraska who needs to exfoliate with Sheila. We didn't see those two either. So what country do you want to go to next, Kate? Okay,
2: let's go to, uh, I want to go to
3: Israel. Let's go to Israel. Let's pop on over there this was eye-opening, Kate. Misha obviously has been there a couple of days now, 43 from Minnesota with Nicola, the 46-year-old virgin. So we see them, they're going to go to Haifa. And Haifa, I've heard, once again, all this does is every time I watch this, is like I get annoyed by Nicola and want to go to Israel. Those are two emotions I have. Right. Um, Haifa is supposed to be, I've heard so much about a lot from, um, I have some Baha'i friends, and um, they have a big center in Haifa. And I've heard there's like a big lotus. I've heard it's so beautiful. And I've wanted to go to Haifa for so long. They're going there. It's also a big center for Catholicism. So I'm so, I just want, it I just looks so beautiful. So getting ready to go there. Can you explain this weird scene with the dress? They drive yes. there. She gets out of the car and looks and all we see, and this is editing, but all we see is a shot to a woman in a wedding dress that's getting her wedding photos taken with her bridesmaid. And Misha has a full on panic attack. No, I need to wear a dress. Oh, my God, they're wearing dresses. And Nicola's going, but that's a wedding dress. And she goes, I know, but I'm not dressed for here. So I need to wear a wedding dress. And I need to wear a dress. What?
2: Okay. My take on it is she wanted to wear a dress that day. And she Uh-oh. likes getting dressed up like that. Yep. And I think maybe at the hotel, Nicola said something like you're doing too much dress more modestly or something like that. Oh. And then I think she brought it with her anyway, because she wasn't sure if he, you know how it really was. And then they got there and she saw these women wearing these um, bridesmaid dresses and whoever else she might've seen that we didn't see in the yeah. edit. Okay.
3: And she's like,
2: okay, I, Used to work on TV. I've changed in cars before. I brought my dress with me because I really wanted to wear it. So I'm just going to pop in the car and change. Got it. it. I change in my car sometimes.
3: I, you know, when I was looking at that, I have some stories and guys that, like we've discussed a little bit. To anyone that's listening or interested, Kate and I are hoping to have, hoping to have our first live show by the end of this year, 2023. And some of the stories that will be told during that live show cannot be repeated on a podcast. So that's why I'm saving a lot for the live show. But I will tell you the things I've done in the back of a car. I She's like, oh, I'm, I'm just used to getting changed. I was like, yeah, I've got full butt naked, middle of the day, changing clothes, not a problem. There is a story I have about a salad bowl and peeing in the middle of Melrose, in the middle of the day, in the back of my car. I'm not going to go into it right now, but come to our live shows whenever we get them going, and I will tell you in detail what happened to that salad bowl. But yes, yeah, so she goes into the back of the car. She, like I'm used to just changing da da da, and she looks great, fantastic. So. And he's all freaked out. He's like, What are you doing? This is so weird. What are you doing? Yeah.
2: and okay, sorry. So then they get up to the top and they're taking selfies and beautiful up there. Then
3: she kind of says to the says to him very clearly, I do not want to if I leave Israel without being engaged, then our relationship ends. Now that sounds like a kooky 90-day thing straight off but you have to remember they've been speaking for seven years I will not say they've been in a relationship for seven years but they have been in communication for seven years so I get it kind of you know that kind of makes sense I mean yeah she's 43 she was in her 30s speaking to this man. yeah get it um then they go out to have some fun now this is very interesting so and I have a lot of a lot of personal stories, some of which, once again, will be saved for the live show. But um, she goes out to meet to go, and they 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 sat outside of a bar, and they order some drinks, and she's like, "So do you go out?" And he's like, "No, I don't go out." don't like bars, haven't been to a bars in years, I don't go to clubs, I don't go, she goes, she goes, but I like this, you know, there's stuff going on, there's fun, there's drinking, she goes, you know, there's people here, they smoke, they do all this, and and she goes, well, you know, I love, my thing is, I love to have a cigarette on New Year's Eve, wonderful, perfect, great, enjoy it, indulge, whatever, one cigarette once a year, okay, Um. Kate and I won't make any comment on how we would react Kate and I will not smoke, get to the Sir Alley in West Hollywood and chain smoke for, like, five hours. I mean, When when in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. Um, So he has this, like, shock horror that she smokes a cigarette. Then he goes on to say, it's not Catholic. Not Catholic to smoke. It's not Catholic to go out. I mean, we drink, but that's not a sin. And I just...
1: Specialist to find out if it's right for you.
3: In my notes, Misha smoking, dot, dot, dot. My priest smoked growing up. Like whenever. Okay. So, my growing up, my church where I had my first uh, communion, my bat- baptism, my first communion, my confirmation was all in St. Michael's Church in Sonning Common, Oxfordshire, England, if you guys want to look that up. And my priest smoked on the reg. They're smoking. They have their whiskey. You kind of have to do that if you're Catholic. Like, that's part of when you're baptized, you have to smoke. You have to. No, I'm kidding. But it's priests, every priest I've ever known, and I'm coming from Ireland and Scotland, they all drink. And trust me, they all smoke. So when he said that, I was like, uh, no, "No, no 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 no. Let's let's not do this. Let's not do this about Catholics, don't do any of this. Because it it absolutely is not something in Catholicism that you do not smoke. Like in, for example, in um Islam, you do not drink. That's just part, that is a fundamental rule of Islam. You do not drink. And you wouldn't smoke either because it's damaging the body. And Catholics aren't like that. So when he said that, I was like, go to Ireland. Go to Ireland and see all the Catholics there and you tell me, brother, what's going on. So I just wanted to point that out for anyone. Didn't he
2: also have a Bible verse he threw out or something? Give me up, Ray.
3: I was like, come on. And listen, Kate, I'm the perfect example of a Catholic. So I mean, if any- you know that. You I know, know. If anybody I know. wants to if anybody wants to know about what it is to live a perfect Catholic life me
2: practically a saint
3: practically at this point
2: so then yeah he's negotiating with him oh come on let's go into the nightclub for 10 minutes 10 minutes i want to dance i want to dance and oh another important thing to know Hmm. is this perks her ears up and she's like well what about my daughters they're they go out to nightclubs they have boyfriends Mm -hmm. are you gonna come down on them as Uh, my husband and he said no because that would ruin our relationship and in my head I was like he would absolutely have
1: absolutely
2: and I don't believe that so then she convinces him to
3: go into the nightclub come on 10 minutes Cut to the nightclub and he's dancing so much fun yeah I think what it is is and that made me look at him a little bit differently I think he's just really scared he doesn't know the world He's lived with his mum his entire life. He has no idea. He lived by these rules, doesn't understand. And he's taken out a little bit and he's like, oh, actually, maybe I can soften up. Maybe I can do this. But that takes years. And Nisha doesn't have time to wait for him to understand that she likes a cigarette, to understand she likes to get drunk on New Year's Eve. Like it, it's too much time. He's too old. And she's at the point where she doesn't need this. But she she sees that probably and goes, I can change him. You can't change him. You you can't. I said it's this last week. Like,
2: it's like Nicole and Mahmoud. It's your lives are so different and neither of you is gonna compromise that. Yeah. So I don't I I think she's kind of wasting time with him too. And I think she knows it. You can tell yeah, she knows she it. got it. I think she I don't, got it when she got there. I don't know. Well we how saw long next She's week.
3: gonna keep it going. We saw sort of okay, right? next the brother and, Mach, um, and Mahmoud and uh, Nicola sat there going, oh, she's so messy. You should see how bad she is just trying to like he doesn't understand how to speak to the opposite sex. That's essentially what it is. He doesn't know a relationship. He doesn't know how to speak to women. And that's it.
2: And he doesn't understand why she would be upset that his mother doesn't know about her after them talking mm. seven years he's like we have all the time in the world who cares she's like i
3: know what?
2: so uh, yeah mm. we'll see we'll see
3: so that's gonna be drawn out i can guarantee but they're gonna meet the brother next week um okay where should we go um where should we go next which country we've done israel we done vietnam england Woo! Um, great for filming because they have, the film crew just needs to go from one part of London to the other because we have Statler in London and we have Christian and Cleo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into Christian. Oh, you know I'm going <sighs> to get into Christian. I want him and his receding hairline need to fuck off back to Nebraska. That's what needs to happen and leave our Cleo alone.
2: Oh, Woo! that crusty alcoholic. He is disgusting.
3: He okay let's let's just get (laughs) it we see cleo wakes up looking gorgeous she looks like when she went to sleep i don't know what she did but she looked perfect so she wakes up and she's this beautiful skin and her eyes and her hair look all gorgeous he wakes up looking like shit (laughs) i mean he looked like shit and then um cleo's kind of you can see because nothing happened the night before so we remember he's like oh and he's saying i feel a bit bad because i just want to go to sleep and i passed out she may think i'm not interested whatever so she wakes up and she puts she starts putting on her estrogen um uh kind of medication which i do i've, I've remembered that in england that we do we have creams as opposed to pills in america um so you usually put estrogens on your on your skin so she's doing that and he did see, he goes, oh, wow, that's so strange. And I don't think we can attack him completely for saying so strange. He's, you know, he's not, just not used to anything that knows what it's like to be with a trans woman or, you know, the procedures and things that she's going through. So immediately wanted to attack him on that. But I was like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't know. So it's just learning like kind of her routine and stuff. Then I love when Clear was like, okay, time to feed the babies. And and he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, shut up. And she's like, and he's like, so cats before humans. She said, absolutely. I was like, wonderful. And they were just these perfect babies. Mwah. They look so gorgeous, the kitties. So I will say the shots, they go, you know, Cleo, quite rightly, if you have someone that comes into a new town, a new city, a new country, you think, well, I want to maximize your time. And I'm a scheduler. So I like to be, if I had someone, well, you've got to see all the sites, still the touristy stuff, Big Ben, Houses of Parliament. But we need to figure out, do we get a train there? Do we get a tube there? What time do we need to leave? Like that is literally like 27 minutes from my house. So we should probably do that first. And he thinks he's this wild card. I can't, it's a wild card of, let's just go walk around. Let's just go figure it out. I'm like,
1: wait down
3: the wrong corner dude in brixton and you meet a yardie with a knife and let's see how much you want to be like oh yeah (laughs) that's for all my uk people out there um but anyway so they they're like she said immediately she's like that's just not my style i like stuff scheduled i he's very much like let's just walk so they go and they do see the sights they see big ben they saw and it was, I just wrote so lush. Like it was so lush seeing my home. It was so lush seeing all just the people walking around and Big Ben chiming and my heart started to beat. And I just went, <sighs> made me very happy, Kate. A lot of England this this episode, it made me very happy.
2: It did look beautiful. I really can't wait to go there someday. It's everything. So, right. Like you say, he, there They're opposites. He wants to, what he wants to do is a pub crawl. Oh God. I guarantee he'd be happy as a clam to just go pub to pub to pub and not do anything else or see anything else.
3: And trust me, when people, when I go to England and I have people in England, I'm like, yeah, we're going to every a What you have to understand is when you enter England, whether you are going to the North Yorkshire broads or whether in London town, you there is a pub on every single corner. And it is part of our identity. I just had my friend that just came back from Germany and she's like, I forget, you know, her mum's German. She's like, I forget, you wake up and you have beer at breakfast. Like this is just part of your culture. It's like water, you just have beer in the morning. And it is part of our culture. But the difference is, is that Christian's whole identity is, oh, I'm a drinker. So we see this first beautiful private little area. And it's as though they've never met. They've apparently been speaking for months, Kate. And he's going, so do you like to go dancing? And she's like, not really. I'm like, how do you not know that about her?
2: He is only concerned with himself. Mm. I think that she's probably told him a lot of things about her and her needs, you know, being autistic and things. And he probably doesn't even take note of that or consider it. I think that's that's a good
3: point. I think he's I think the man is, as you say, he 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 just only sees his own needs. His identity is I'm like you said, I'm the light, you know how I get it, the life and soul of the party. He says that and it's like, you know, he's the most boring guy in the room. And but his identity is drinking. Yes. And when you meet someone that can only speak about drinking and this first scene, they go and see the sites, all this great tourist stuff that you can do in London, like all this, these sites that are monumental and historic and hundreds and hundreds of years old, they get to a pub and he goes, Oh, so uh, uh, Jameson. Yeah. That's my favorite, which is the most basic, by the way, if you'll choose to come on. Um, he said, yeah, I love, J- love Jameson. Love Jameson. So, um, He's like, yeah, I'd love to see you, you know, get drunk. And it's just like, oh. And
2: really. she, she gives him a kiss and she goes, oh, it didn't even taste that bad. Or, you know, the kiss wasn't too sour or gross. And he's like, oh, that's, a, that's good that you're okay with that. Because I drink Jameson like water. I'll drink about three cups of these and then I'll go to the bar and go dancing. And then I'll drink more. And um,
3: yeah, he's just red a- flags. It's it's a it's a man that 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 I think was a massive late bloomer, and then took alcohol as an identity, and that's that's it. And it's really embarrassing, really sad. She's a sophisticated woman. She's from she's an Italian woman. I mean, she is not. She has a level of sophistication and he's then they go to this other. Then he's like, should we go somewhere where there's um, where there's more people? Whatever. And she's like, OK. The store. So they sit at this pub, which looked amazing. I really need to find out where this is in London because the drinks look so good. They came in like vases like it was crazy. I loved it. I want to find out where that is for my next trip. Um, but. They're there and he proceeds to tell a story about being on this flight and I can tell you right now it could have been who is like who is a guy that I really fancy okay Jason Manzukis. like like I was gonna say like it's not like a really um like Ryan Gosling I would say Jason Manzoukas someone that I think is so hot and so sexy and intelligent and like fun charismatic and someone like that right that I would love just being the in the zone of and I find him sexy if even if he told me this story I would get up and walk out so it's he says so I'm on an international flight and you already know like I'm sorry it doesn't mean to be this is not me being snobby I and I know this is going to come across like this it's This is like if you don't know the etiquette of flying. Absolutely. Like I get it. Like it's your first flight internationally. Maybe you don't know that you get like free drinks or whatever, whatever. But you also are an adult and know that you don't abuse any type of system. And the system he was typed, he says that he was so drunk that he gets up and you never get up unless you're in first class. Okay, then, in first class, you have a section where you can pick your drinks and pick your snacks, which is a dream um but if you're in economy, which he was, they come around, and there's a section when the lights go down, no one's serving anything. The flight attendants who work so hard are having a nap. He got up, went back there, and said, "'Can I have three drinks? It's not a bar. You get a drink with dinner, you get wine when you settle." like in the plane, you get like maybe a mimosa when you're landing and he goes back and says, can I get, because he had stumbled, as he says, drunk down a row and sat with some young girl to speak to her and then went back like it was a bar to an air stewardess and said, can I have three drinks, please? Kate, I was humiliated.
2: I'm sure those young gen z 20 year olds love that by the way he probably stunk like whiskey this weird 30 year old guy just won't stop talking it's the middle of the night they're probably trying to sleep oh he's like
3: oh hey oh hey where are
2: you guys going it's my first time going to london (laughs) i'll go get us some more drinks gross
3: it was it was this horrible story. And by the way, he's telling this to a woman he's supposed to be in love with that he sat down with 20 something year old girls. And then he goes, oh, but I wasn't hitting on them. Cleo's just like, what? And she says "And he the testimony, she's like, I would never behave like that on a plane. And that's because she has class. That's because she has decorum. He is a fumbling, stumbling, drunk fool. And no one wants to be with that. And so he tells this whole story and you can just see she's disgusted by it. He's an utter embarrassment. Then I'm sure part of production as well. He does start speaking to this group next to him in in this pub. And these are just young girls. Why? You're supposed to be on a date talking to the person you're with. Why are you talking to other people? Where is the romance? She brought that first place was perfect. It looked like a boat. Was it a boat? I feel like it was near the docks. It was near the London, London docks. Yeah.
2: And it's, you know, small, intimate table. There's not a ton of people around. She brought, she knew that she was comfortable there. And what they should be doing is having lovely conversations and getting to know each other on a deeper level. And that's what she expected to happen and wanted to happen clearly. And instead he's only concerned with getting wasted and making and trying to feel cool by making her jealous.
3: It was an utter embarrassment. And these young English girls don't want anything to do with him. Give me a break. He thinks he's so cool because he's American in England and like has the I cameras,
2: just, you know, he's like, "Oh, oh they'll they want to be on TV." Yeah.
3: I just want Cleo to run and all we're going to watch Kate unfortunately is this this playing out for the next couple of weeks and Cleo is going to try and make it work because she remembers what he was like over the phone. And I think there's going to be, I want to know what's going to happen sexually with them because I feel as though Christian thinks he understands a lot about maybe being in a relationship with a trans woman that he doesn't, which is no harm to him. He hasn't been in a relationship with a trans, trans woman, so he doesn't know. But I feel as though, like everything in his life that he's displayed so far he has an arrogance
2: he doesn't seem like someone who would go out of his way to educate himself in the ways he should prior to this and i think that's kind of the least he could do being in this relationship with her uh,
3: and cleo loves cleo i think cleo you see her at the end of this episode game what have i done and that's oh, the heartbreak
2: absolutely she says i don't know if we're compatible if he if he's going to act like this on every date. And I just wanted to say, Cleo, he's oh, definitely so going to act him. like this. He's definitely going to act like this on every single date.
3: I know. So, Cleo, we love you and we're going to see what happens. But, Christian, you know, look, I'm not completely like, I don't like him. I don't, but I don't want to completely bag on him or whatever the American term is. I don't know what the American term is, but to that, his lack of experience with being a trans woman, being with a trans woman, because he loves Cleo. He finds her attractive. He finds her sexy. He knows her background. He knows everything about her. But I think he just hasn't, like you say, educated himself enough. And maybe he will with her. You know, maybe we can have hope. Maybe he will. But he has to shut this shit out, like of trying to be something he's not. You're a dorky, guy from the midwest fine great but that's what you are so stop trying to come to london and pretend that you're this big american fun guy it's not gonna happen um
2: he let's said something say so dumb too i thought that you would comment on he was what? like about being an american and he's like do you just think of americans as like cowboys or uh,
3: something and i was like i know I, I blacked out i okay I a lot of the stuff that he's... Because I looked at him and I wanted to rip his beanie off and I want to shave off his hair. There is no point. Listen, and I have empathy. As a man, if you are having a receding hairline, you can't really fix it unless you have tons of money and can do an implant. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's a really hard issue for men. It's a very big insecurity. I get it. He's at the point where he needs to shave it. There's no saving it anymore.
2: That, he needs that's to shave best. it. That, w- that would be for the
3: best. And he's coming across as like some cocky guy. You've got a gorgeous Italian woman next to you. Dude, know thyself.
2: She deserves
3: better. Let's stay in London with Statler. Now, guys. I just... Okay. Okay, I feel like you're madly in love with Statler and I can't, I, I, I can't back I, it up.
2: I, I like this couple. I don't
3: mind I her. I don't mind her. We see Statler as if essentially. She, we find out that Dempsey, her English girlfriend, has missed her flight from when we got that text, by the way. I got super excited that maybe it was a catfish because it was classic catfish. She was like, I was in Thailand, but I missed my connecting flight to come back to London to meet you. I was like, oh, maybe it's a catfish. That would be so good. <laughs> um, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, Statler flies in to London in, and then she gets a train to Euston. All of this was making me so, like, I haven't been home, guys, since October. I'm going to go home soon, the next couple of months. But it was very, like, I'm watching it all and I'm just going, I need to go home. Like, it was lovely seeing it all. It helps me a lot. um But you see her going to Euston Station and then she gets a train to Manchester. Well, she was going to get the train to Manchester, but um getting all these trains and stuff. And she's in Euston and, um, she she flew into London and then she's like gets into the hotel and it's tight and she's like oh it's tight because England doesn't have a lot of space which is true we do not have this but she's like here's the bed here's the toilet and I get that with the toilet situ a new partner no 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 two separate toilets two separate I would like wings of a house
2: I like I I don't even want to be farting in front of them
3: let alone so look Kate are you serious no way no way so I got this yeah none of that happens years into a relationship before any of that would happen with me years into a relationship I know I it's just one thing I'm at the age I want separate bathrooms I need to be able to have that space and she's like oh my god I'm gonna be like in this room and she's spiraling she's just going and going and going and going so then we find out um Dempsey is going to come into come into town and we we meet her the next day Statler's been shitting herself for like 24 hours Dempsey must have thought she
2: was about to get stood up because she gets this text like I can't meet up with you I'm sick agreed I was like oh she's probably just just as worried
3: Agreed. It sounds,
2: it sounded kind of made up.
3: Oh, catfish. Both of them were perfect for catfish. Yeah.
2: She was sick. She looked like shit.
3: She looked like shit. She's ice white. She says, I've been shitting my brains out constantly. She goes, so we need to go to the, you go to the local, where you saw her go is we call it a chemist, um, which is like a, like a CVS. What do you call it? A drugstore? CVS.
2: Like a pharmacist?
3: Pharmacist. Yeah. Pharmacist. We go to, we call them chemists. So we go to the local chemist. Now, reminding me of a story. I just want to talk about not that the NHS, which is the national health system in England, is perfect because anyone listening from England knows it is not. It is crumbling. But I will tell you a story of about five years ago, me and my ex-boyfriend went to uh, London and I was taking him home. And before he he it was like two days before he met his friend that came over from Iowa Um, and they went to, I think it was like Long Beach, right? They met in Long Beach and they went to the ocean and he cut his uh, toe on something in the ocean. Anyway, rinsed it off, whatever. Two days later, we fly to London. We land in London, we go to my friend's house in Bath and my ex is saying, I think there's something wrong with my foot. And he was prone to having which is very rare and very, very dangerous. A simple cut could lead to um, septicemia, which is blood poisoning, which is you can die within 24 hours from it. It's extremely serious. He goes, I've had that before. I've had a cut and I didn't see to it and it led to my um, glands. I could feel my glands going up. And that means I have a full infection in my bloodstream. So what happens is you start to see like lines in your veins go up. it's like it's really serious Ooh, yeah okay so anyway he says i think there's something wrong with my toe i don't know i'll be fine i was like oh what's that from your car you'll be fine we ended up spending the whole day exploring bath exploring you know all of this oxford doing all this stuff and at the end of the night my friends like where we were staying they went to bed and he goes there's actually something really wrong he took off his sock and his foot was his toe was massive he had the line which is blood poisoning going from his toe up to his ankle, and he said, "I'm telling you, it's bad." And he wasn't—he wasn't a hypochondriac. So I go, "Holy shit! What do we do?" He's an American, England. What do we do? We went. It was 11 p.m. at night on a Tuesday. We walked around to the local doctors. Saw us straight away. He was a foreigner. He paid five pounds, which is about seven dollars for a prescription and to see the doctor was all good so i just went
1: So to,
3: i know emergency doc that was an emergency doctor at 11 p.m at night
2: that would be you can't even imagine hundreds of dollars I know yeah
3: that was blood poison because they were like you're this is blood poisoning um wow that was, was seen straight away 11 p.m at night anyway so when I saw Statler going in there I was like there we go good I things. had I had, that, had that,
2: thought. that thought too I'm like she really? probably she probably spent a few bucks
3: no she probably spent five pounds maximum and that was that yeah. but anyway so we see her she gets this but Kate were you not surprised Where she's like I've been shitting myself been terrible got a little bit of medicine and we see that Dempsey's got off the train and she's like gonna go oh maybe I'll just go meet her now she looked like, she, I mean, she's a very attractive woman. Statler's very pretty. But she, like, was in her shitty, sick clothes. <laughs> I don't no I didn't get that at all. She was like, yeah, I'll just meet her. Because she seemed so concerned previously yeah. about meeting her. I was like, what? I was surprised she didn't change. But yeah. then
2: I thought about it. And I think that she just wanted to meet her and know that it's real and know she's not getting stood up. No. And I think the anxiety of that and just wanting oh. to get it over with oh, ended up overpowering. And she knew that Dempsey had been traveling too and was going to be in yeah. sweatpants. So I I was, just, that's how I justified it. But I was right. surprised that she just was like, you know, 20 minutes before that for breezing her ass.
3: I know she was on the ground in, and then I'm being like, I don't know, I might need a diaper. Like she was that <laughs> bad. If you've ever had any type of food poisoning, you can't control it. Like it comes out. both ends you have no control and she said yeah I'm gonna go meet love my life I was like whoa it was bold it was it was bold but they meet and (laughs) I have a hard time with the awkwardness and I have a hard time in the sense of like your adults grow up like I just I can't do the whole they're
2: shy um... lesbians Polly yeah you know what it doesn't matter
3: it doesn't matter that you're shy lesbians. It doesn't matter. I have a lot of friends that have been lesbians. You can be shy, and you can be straight, and you can be shy. You can be bisexual, and you can be shy. You can just—you're an adult. Like, have a conversation, and they're like, "Oh, I know." it's awkward it's, oh come on <laughs> I
2: thought it was cute I thought it was cute I <laughs> oh my god I know that it was it was very they were very awkward but what you
3: mean? it was weird that there wasn't even could you not just say I don't know you meet someone you know she's been sick surely you would just say oh how are you feeling like the first how are you feeling are you okay oh how was your trip did was your train fight like just a innocuous kind of questions but nothing they would say
2: oh they really couldn't get there? the pleasantries out I know yeah she did get her though uh Dempsey did get her some vitamins and yes choc- chocolate she knows she likes and some things and they had, they had little gifts
3: for each other I was like okay okay that was and I that's think cute. there is massive sexual chemistry with them I could feel it a mile away oh, Whether yeah she's shitting herself in the next in literally the adjacent bathroom or not they have huge sexual chemistry like they're gonna be fine but I was like come on ladies come on ladies can we just come on
2: I I've- kind of you know Statler's from really close to where I live So I feel like my sliding doors moment is like being
3: with... She's (laughs) very attractive. Meeting Statler on the
2: apps like a year ago.
3: (laughs) I don't know. I find her very attractive, but I don't... That personality would wreck my brain. Like I find her sexy and I find her hot, but I wreck my brain. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Whose personality would you rather be with? Statler or Christian?
3: Statler 100. I mean, Christian is bottom of the barrel. Christian okay. is bottom of the barrel. Statler, I just have to constantly be like, shut up. Like, I just have to say <laughs> to it, shut up. Statler or Riley? <laughs> Statler. Actually, maybe I'm in love with She's Statler the- and she loves she- English girls. Maybe She's she the loves- best.
2: She's the best of the season of the couples, I think.
3: Maybe if she has not worked out with Dempsey, I should give her a call. She loves English girls. I mean, yeah.
2: You'd have a an amazing I chat. would just
3: I would really put her in her place though. I'd have to tell her to shut up all the time. Like you would down, get
2: her you but... would whip her life into such shape. I would. Holly.
3: I think I'd be good for Stat- Statler. She Maybe we need that. to have a chat. I need to find out <laughs> how she's doing with Dempsey.
2: I think Dempsey is really, really pretty.
3: I do too I like her look a lot I like her look a lot she's she's got one of these really big beautiful faces like it's very broad Mm -hmm. there's really pretty about it yeah Um, so anyway I'm very interested when they start diving into their sex life because you know Statler's gonna give us all the info so I'm very excited about that I
2: love how we're like excited about their sex life and (laughs) then we hear stupid Razvan being like Oh, period sex and we're like Enough, Razvan.
3: Because he's vile about it. <laughs> we do not need to know situations like that. I want to know Statler being like, "Yeah, I got laid like five times last night, man." Like that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear. Definitely
2: happening, by the way. Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't want to hear. Um, guys, I know we've spent about five hours on this. Kate, have we followed everyone. We've done Misha. We okay. We've gone to Israel. Oh. We've gone to... oh, Pat, we haven't gone to Panama.
2: Gina, Panama.
3: Panama. So we've done clear. We've done everyone. So it's Panama. Kate. Go ahead, Gino and Gino and Jasmine. I mean, they're at
2: the. They're finally getting out of the apartment yes. and stopping yelling at each other for five seconds to yes. go do something fun. And so they go to the Panama Canal, mm-hmm. doing the tourist thing. Gino's an engineering nerd; he's really excited about this.
3: Little interjection there when he said he's an engineer. He earns pots of money, dude. Yeah. If he's like. My very good friend is a mechanical engineer. They do very well. So you know, we already have been suspected that you have pots of money. He has a lot of money. Right.
2: And Jasmine wants it. (laughs) She
3: knows. She (laughs) She knows.
2: knows. She knows. And so she's trying to talk and joke with him. He can't be bothered to even look at her. He's feeling really upset about what he found out when they were drinking with her friends which is that her quote-unquote friend Uh that she's told him about,
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
2: what's his name? Dale. He is actually her ex. And Gino found that out from her friend who uh, apparently got drunk and spilled that.
3: I did write in here, her name was Ura, Uh U-R-A, and I just wrote dot-dot-dot, Ura is now missing. Because Uh the look on jasmine's face when gino went well ura told me i swear to god that woman's missing she's never been found she's never been found no
2: she's like thanks for the butt plugs goodbye yeah
3: exactly yeah so
2: finally dane yeah dane that's it okay so finally jasmine sits him down gino and she's like talk to me what is going on you're acting so weird and oh this is after she's like we have to communicate because with my ex our communication was so bad and i don't want that to be us so we have to communicate and he's like well with my ex the communication was good so it's not me it's you which was annoying his
3: response kate to things it's a child and so i wrote down here and i said this before we had the big argument about the peeling of the potato um is that it's gino's mouth he's a child and he he reverts and his mouth goes and he puts his tongue like in front of his teeth. And he's like, and he has like a deep swallow. I mean, he looks like a man that is reverting into some childlike behavior of trauma. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, no. And then he comes up with, um, with, with, uh, with a response that is very childlike. Well, uh, you can say that, uh, uh, but I can't, he's 53 and so she what i'd forgotten he'd been married apparently for seven years right so bizarre and then he goes we didn't well well we never argued we never argued well why'd you get divorced then and she goes uh, you had a boring marriage you had a boring marriage and this was the ex we forget that he sent naked photos of jasmine to to make jealous apparently i don't know if that was maybe the ex-wife i don't know actually it could have been an ex-girlfriend but regardless he was married for 7 years and he's saying we never argued once and i was like who is she that's well, well
2: remember when we first met Gino he still had the his house was decorated by her and he had photos of her up oh, and she wow. was also from panama and Jasmine oh, hates that shit and Kate. it was and it wasn't him i th- She is, she is a hypocrite in so many ways. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I kind of got her point in this moment because she was bringing it up as like a bad thing. Like it was bad and we didn't communicate. And he's like, well, my relationship was awesome. And that's different and annoying. And uh, so then that's when they go sit down and he confronts her about, Dane and asks what's going on because he thinks that she's cheating on him with Dane. And she, she starts laughing. He's like, why are you laughing? She's like, you know, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. And he's like, well, why are you uncomfortable? Are you cheating on me? No, Gino, baby. No, no, I'm not cheating on you. Um, And oh, well, do you talk to him? Yeah. Yeah. We're friends. We're friends. How often do you talk to him? At least once a week. She told us she talks to him every day. And she reveals that they meet up and they have friend talk, a.k.a. her bitching about her sex life with Gino to him. Yeah. And he asked, are you hanging out alone? What's going on? Yeah, actually, I had coffee with him a few days before you got here because he lives in my building.
1: Gino didn't know any of that.
3: I mean she the whole thing is it starts off also can we please add that he's trying to open a snack bar or something and he just keeps going my hands are so watery which made me very upset i <clears throat> mean they're sweaty or they were in water i need a definition because the phrase my hands are so watery left me asunder i did not like it at all I feel very cool.
2: hands you know he has clammy hands and He's a weak handshake clammy. a weak handshake he, he
3: does eat, oh guys if when we have a live show and I come out and I kiss you all and I hug you all and I shake all your hands ha- strong handshake I have been known to get into <laughs> these will also be stories for the live show but a very very heated verbal argument with somebody that gave me a weak handshake Multiple times, it is something I will not stand. I will not stand. It's, for not, a okay. A man. it's, it's not, not okay. It's not okay. So yeah, they kind of go into this, and he's having this bar, and she's having. She's just very smug and and talking about all of this. But I'm like Jasmine, be careful, dude. But he's still such a weak limp. They're just both. It is preposterous to think they're going to get married. Preposterous.
2: It is. It's bad. He asks, well are you having sex with him? Do you think about having sex with him? She admits that she fantasizes about her ex-boyfriend and they were friends with benefits after that right until she met Gino.
3: Listen, do I blame her? Absolutely not. She doesn't even have sex with this guy. Can we please remember that she stated that I, I do not have the timeline of their relationship, but in their entire relationship, they've had sex seven times. Seven times,
2: and she's very sexual.
3: I mean, that is really not okay. I mean, you can have a good enough weekend and do that. Oh, easy! Give me one night. I mean, come on! <laughs> let's get it. Let's, let's keep going. I mean, Statler, Statler, Statler. no, Statler's <laughs> doing it seven times a night. But it is really, really severely
2: troubling (laughs) it's a mess I mean if this were Gino doing all of that she would be going nuclear on him
3: they just need to quit it but you Kate you said before she knows exactly what's going on she's in this relationship she's on television she knows she needs to bleed this dry I think she she's lost her teaching job she can talk about butt plugs she's going to talk about getting she literally had a surgery now, there are different surgeries where you can get um, vaginal rejuvenation, right? Which we, we've we seen our Sonia, Real Housewives in New York, multiple times have it done. Yes. Uh, we've seen our housewives do it. And that's kind of a normal procedure. And they just go in, apparently, and they kind of tighten things, I think. Um, Jasmine went and paid to have a procedure that physically like replaces the hymen which i find deeply disturbing you don't need to be a 16 year old virgin dude i don't get it's, I don't, it seems
2: really unnecessary yeah
3: i don't i don't like that at all that's a bit disturbing then we see next week preview guys they go to see a therapist which i cannot wait for then i think there's going to be stuff that comes out about gino i don't think we see half of the shit that he says to her we see him as a bumbling fool i think he says some very derogatory things to her i think he says nasty things to her and it's all to evade him having any physical interaction with him because essentially he is completely um, intimidated by this woman. And that's the bottom line.
2: Yep. he. I, I completely agree. He definitely gets nasty. You can see he's whole, you can see how much he's holding back when he finally spits something out, you know, that there were two yeah. or three nasty things before oh, that, yeah. that he wanted to say. Yeah. So they're a total mess and we love it.
3: And now we've said it. So, guys, we've spent about three hours doing this, so we need to go. (laughs) We still have to record another potty. But listen, um, we're going to go in next week. We're going to have the other um, mountain of fools come and join us. Um, Amanda and David probably next week. Hopefully I'd love an episode with all of them. But there's a lot to talk about. We always want to say thank you at the end of the episode because the fact that you've made it this far listening to our bullshit is remarkable and we appreciate it so much. We appreciate you following us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. We post a ton of shit there every single day, especially on our stories. Um, as we said at the top, we have our subscription. Go and look at your stream right now. You'll see the episodes. Just click where it says subscription only. You will not be able to listen to them unless you click on there and sign up. You can go to our Patreon. Um, And we just want to say thank you. We love getting your DMs. DM us anytime because I'm apparently always on there responding to you all. So just go and send us messages. Tell us stuff we should be watching, stuff we should be saying, stuff we shouldn't be saying. Whatever you want. We love hearing from you. You're all amazing. We really appreciate you. Anything else, Kate?
2: I want to thank you as well, listeners, and ask that you tell a friend this week about the podcast and um, check out Polly's shop. The shop,
0: a Brit. Well, oh, my
3: shop! Yes, I have not been plugging any of this because I've been ridiculously busy with other things. But please do go and follow. You will see um, on our Instagram account. It is a Brit in the sun. We do have Bravo Con. Co, Bravo. Sorry three glasses of wine um we do have BravoCon um coming up in november kate sent me a text this weekend now she just said polly should we go to BravoCon?" now guys listen i don't and then then thankfully added there are payment plans because I think the tickets are thousands of dollars and I'm not kidding you. I think they're thousands of dollars.
2: Thousands? I thought it was going to be a thousand.
3: Listen, I, I it's worthy of thousands. Oh. Worthy. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to feel about it all, but I will say my shop has a ton of merch for BravoCon. Kate and I are going to have a serious discussion about BravoCon this year. Um, it is our dream to get there. It's in Vegas. It's very close to me i let's get the support of our potty going and who knows you may see these two morons that you listen to every week at bravo Con. but please go and shop a brit in the sun you can find me on instagram my link is there for my shopify uh website you can go and shop a ton of merch it's all sonia luann real housewives girl world on youtube if you're familiar with Anne Boleyn Reed, That Disaster, and Foodie Beauty, all of that disaster. There's tons of stuff on there. I'm adding to it as much as I can. Please go and shop. Um, so thank you for that plug, Kate.
2: Absolutely. Anytime. Right. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Check out our other episodes coming out this week. And have a good one. We love you.
3: We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.